0: <laughs> Guys, welcome to Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 227. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy.
1: Order. I'm the, I'm the, we're going to rehearse this one day. Yeah. Now, this, this is it's this it's been, been like 50 episodes. Fuck your life! Bing With bong! Clock <laughs> it, it's clockwise, right? That's, that's why I was pretty
0: good. Yeah.
2: I talk when I want to talk.
0: Oh, man got a contract Zach, on when he talks and shit but anyway uh we're back with twilight zone our favorite well m- my favorite time of the month I- i'm not going to speak for everybody here i'm pretty sure andy's favorite time in the month is when we do twilight zone you mean of the year year well,
1: yeah a month is a year
0: if
1: you're <laughs> on on getting a visit from my aunt sterling <laughs> <in
0: Australia. laughs> uh yeah so we're gonna be covering the midnight sun um which i totally forgot to season but uh and then Three three and we have printers devil which is season four mm-hmm. yes. obviously season yeah. four, it's
1: more,
2: it's an four of the longer yeah. ones
0: yes uh by the way I'm gonna show my hand right away love printer's devil but we'll get into that <laughs> um what the hell you guys been watching playing or doing I'll go first I've been watching a lot of T V. Um so obviously I watch The Last of Us. I went into it like kind of low bar i was like because andy was showing all the articles and then there was other articles being like this is the most amazing video game adaptation in the world it's a masterpiece
1: that isn't necessarily a slight against the quality of the show it's a slight against the people who are trying to hype it and like the people who worked on it trying to be like this is the greatest story that's ever been told in video games and we're lucky that we get to bring it to television Yes. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> so, you. Like, I'd even
1: hear an argument that that were true, but still, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so like, there's usually a formula. Like, usually when there's something bad and they try to, like, hide it, that's what they do. They use the media. They get pa- obviously paid by the, the production company to, like, fucking pimp it out pretty much. So, right away, when I started seeing those articles fly in, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's going to suck. But uh, I watched the first episode. I was impressed. Uh, a lot of pros. The only cons I will say is a little bit slight with the direction with Joel's character a little bit. Uh, and they did talk about it in articles where they're soft, softening up Joel Joel in the the TV show. I feel uh, like
1: that's gonna make the conclusion less satisfying,
0: but whatever. Yeah, I mean it right now they're doing it like he's addicted to drugs because he's trying to drown out what happened in the first game. If if you played the game, you know what happens in the very first part with his daughter. Uh so like they and with the daughter scene is longer in the T V show in, than in the game because they wanna show, you know, what Joel's character is all about and why he's in you know the emotions that he has right now, um, but the set looks good. Uh, the acting's really good, and so far I'm liking it. And I actually I wasn't gonna cover The Last of Us because I was like, man, if I if I do like a coverage on our channel, I don't want to be like watch the first episode and do like the rings of power and be like, fuck this show, I'm not watching it anymore. But but the first episode I was impressed, and I I think they can only go up from here. If somehow they like, they do terrible in the second episode. I'm going to be pretty upset. Uh, the second show that I actually completed because TV shows today are not like they used to be like, usually seasons would be like the 20 to like 30 episodes. Now, like the top is only like 10. Uh, there was nine episodes for severance, uh, which is an Apple, uh, TV or Apple plus TV or whatever they're fucking called. Uh, series. Uh, totally forgot f- f- fucking christopher walken is in this show <laughs> i was like hey. i was like whoa crazy wow. w- what I've are you this show. what are you doing in my department I- i'm looking at art, putting art on the wall and it like <laughs> that's where he, he does like this insane thing and apparently he's gay in the show and i just don't give a fuck <laughs> like <laughs> whoa I'm, I'm, that hand thing that we did over here is crazy <laughs> like it, it, it. There's like no kissing. It's just like handsy and stuff. And obviously, they show that they're gay. Uh, they had a
2: secret handshake? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, like they were touching each other. But uh, oh, okay. I can't explain the show because usually when I explain the show, I I sound retarded. Like so, the 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 concept of the show is like they're in some type of dystopian society. They're working for this corporate organization. Uh, that in a certain floor is very secret. And how you sign up for this is you sign up for severance. What they do is they split your mind. One mind is going to work for eight hours. And the other mind is just living your life after work. And if you have any days off, you're living that life. And yes, as it sounds, the work life is its own entity. And the the home life is its own entity as well. And how they do the episodes is the people that are inside of work are wondering why they're there and what's the purpose of their work. So they have their own storyline. And then the people on the outside, they start this stuff starts to leak out into that world. And they're just like, what the fuck is going on there? So they have their own story as well.
1: Is it dystopian? Well, I mean, the, it sounds dystopian, like in the concept, but is it, is it like near future big brother dystopia? Like our is time
0: it's... is like 2023 kind of oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I The way I kind of explain it is like the work life, if you ever seen the show Lost, there used to be stations called the Dharma Initiative, initiative and they had, they had their own stations, something like that inside the corporation, because each department does their own thing, and they don't know what, like they, they came across a guy like feeding goats with milk, and he gets angry, he's like, I'm feeding the goats, get out of here, and like, they like slam the door, and you're just like, whoa, what the fuck is up with those goats? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What's
1: going on with this And on the
0: outside, uh, it seems like the Truman show because there's people surveilling uh the people that work at the organization. So I, I highly re- cool. I highly recommend it. Um the only downside is on it's on Apple TV. Um if you have Game Pass, you can get a three month trial and it's nine episodes. I finish it in like a couple of days. Uh, or you could do it, like, in a week or two. Um, but obviously, you could always take the seas, you know, across the bay if you wanted Just to. buy uh, a boat. Yeah, buy, buy a boat or a ship. Um,
2: Charter a ship.
1: Charter <laughs> uh, yourself an internet yacht. Become guess, the captain of your own life.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and finally, I uh, Andy actually saw the disaster of my stream uh of high on life it's that rick and morty uh you know creators game and all that stuff it has I, mean,
1: I wouldn't call it a disaster it's just the internet wasn't being kind to you
0: yeah it was very choppy and like freezing that was getting pissed off i'm like i'm not gonna stream just me going, uh, 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 like moving like that fuck that uh, i wasn't
1: getting that i was just it was just cutting out entirely for like 50 seconds Yeah, I think. Andy. Andy's been playing a lot of Pokemon Scarlet Violet, so he's used to it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm used to it. I made jokes. More updates on those jokes for me (laughs) later.
0: Yeah. Um. (laughs) The game High on Life is funny, dude. Like the NPCs in that game are just fucking crazy and shit. It's like self-aware. Uh, (laughs) like there's a part where I got to choose two uh, entrances to go into the slum towns and shit. And Zach Pebbles from Oni plays is one of the guys. I don't know who the other guy is. So, like, the, re- the the blue button and the red button are fighting to see who's hotter. <laughs> so, it's like, who's hotter, me, the blue one, or the red one? <laughs> and then, like, I would choose, you know, Z- Zach Pebbles because I, I know him. He's like, whoa, really? You're picking me because I'm hot? And, like, it makes you choose, like, no, really, I, I chose you because you're hot. <laughs> and, like, does that. Uh, and then there's a guy apparently, it wasn't on stream, I did this off stream. He's selling alien cum. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I've seen memes of this, the, <laughs> it's like the internet people. It's like, yep, you bought this.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a whole gallon of alien cum, it's extra heavy.
0: Yeah, he's like, I was really entertained.
1: <laughs> you, when you were playing, the guy was in your house watching television and he puts on Tammy and the T Rex. Apparently, if you stand there, you, you watch the movie beginning to end. Yeah all the way up to the green. you can just watch a whole day movie right there
0: there's <laughs> more movies by the way there's more than one yeah there's so.
1: another one that the red letter media guys riff on i
0: know yeah uh what is it new nuki? nuki
1: i knew it nuki
0: no no i'm i'm asking because i didn't i don't know no, it's it's something else oh okay, oh, okay never mind. i thought it was nuki <laughs> somebody graded nuki by the way the vhs tape oh my
1: god it was red letter media oh was them you didn't watch their video about it?
0: No, I've heard all the memes and shit and like the, the highlight. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, th- that was newsworthy, if you ask me. But uh yeah, they uh they made a video, which everyone should go watch, that is kind of being critical about grading media, and it's also just like you know, a laugh. But um they talk about how people are grading VHS tapes now, and then they talk about what gives something intrinsic value. It's all very interesting. And then they say, we sent away a bunch of VHSs to be graded. And the company actually catches – they they threw in a trick. They catch the trick, and then they graded a bunch of other stuff, including Nuki. And then they destroy every copy of Nuki that people have sent them over the years. They put them <laughs> on a wood chipper so that they can drive up the value of their copy of nu- Nuki, <laughs> which has been graded. And then they put it on eBay to – see how high it would go and they said it's on there you can buy it you can bid on it now and they, they gave all the money to charity. It went for like eighty thousand oh dollars. What God. the fuck? <laughs> and uh sure enough they gave all the money to charity and stuff. But there were a bunch of news outlets that were reporting that they had graded the tape and destroyed all their copies of to drive up the value, but weren't saying the charity part. They were like being shitty on purpose. It was so funny. <laughs> I follow I follow Jay Bauman on Twitter and he he kept commenting about it. It's like why do they keep ignoring this part that's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, it the whole thing's been very entertaining. Go watch Red Letter Media's video bad
0: yeah. But but yeah high on life uh, I'm having a blast on it it's game it's on game pass. I might I actually might buy the game because It's interesting. I like the, the boss battles are fun. Like I didn't like get that first boss battle that you're literally on a platform and you're fighting this character, um, praying mantis or whatever. And you're like, have to like use your knife to like swing around all the flying bees. That that looked hard. Yeah. It got intense. So I highly recommend it. That's all I did. I watched those two shows, uh, and played that game. Uh, and actually, I've I done a lot of like writing, of doing a lot of world building that I'm doing right now, and make my brain hurt. But Andy, what the hell you been watching, playing, or doing?
1: Uh, I I took one more step in my so far never ending, but one day ending quest to watch every single John Carpenter movie. I watched Starman. Have you guys seen that movie? That oh, is
0: yeah. that's his first movie, right?
1: Uh, no, it's not no. his first, but it's pretty early on. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I wanted to love it. But it's just, like, it's all right. Like, you can tell he's taken a chance. He kind of stepped outside of his comfort zone for, like, the tone of this movie. And it's okay. It's good. It's worth seeing once. But, like, I'm not going to buy the collector's Blu-ray of it or anything. But definitely see it once. Um, uh, Jeff Burgess is in it. And he... I don't know. The character he plays, like, he he has to do a lot of, like, heavy acting. But he doesn't get to do it in a way that shows him off as a good actor i don't know if that makes any sense if you saw the movie you'd know what i'm talking about but hey it was all right um i finished gears of war 3 the game kicks ass i love gear nice of war. i i, I
3: <laughs> that's right. yeah. nice
1: i um, i almost want to make a video just about that game or that series because there's something that i keep thinking about in it you know the nice the reloading thing where it's just like there's the little line and then you you hit reload at the right time and you get like active. a boost. Yeah, active reload. Um obviously this is this is not necessarily correct, but I get this weird feeling where everyone who makes games now always needs to either um reinvent the whole damn wheel, Nintendo or someone like that or you know uh, indie developers, they they got to do everything different. Oh my god, we're so crazy. Or um they're just kind of doing the exact same thing everyone else is doing like when there were a million first-person shooters or now there's a bunch of survival games stuff like that um but stuff like that stuff like active reload stuff like the uh the cover system which is kind of ripped off but not stuff like that it feels like they didn't reinvent the wheel but they didn't make the same wheel they just like made a nicer wheel i want to see more of that from games like I, I don't know. Like if you took out all the innovation that's in gears, you still have a pretty solid third person shooter, but because it has all these little things in it, it becomes a great first person shooter, like a very memorable, you know, one of those famous third person shooter franchises ever made. Mm. So I, I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I, I don't know what to do with that thought necessarily, but I think that's what made gears great because there's a lot about gears to dislike. Like the writing is kind of ham fisted and stupid. Uh, the whole game looks gray and Brown. Um, stuff like that some of the characters there's like no development at all like it's all oh, i feel so bad for dom but also like i barely feel bad for dom at all
0: yeah. what's what's great about gears is like when you look at it like man these steroid motherfuckers are like in a post-apocalyptic fighting fucking where which is essentially just like insects that are mutated into whatever soldiers they are right now uh and like you would think it's silly but there's like certain parts like dom's wife that was fucking sad uh
1: yeah i get i mean i I know what you mean like there are some poignant story bits but like after i beat the game right before the credit roll there's like a, a video something happens involving marcus and his father and there's like there's a, it's supposed to be like kind of an emotional moment and it is like what happens to his dad i was like oh my god like i was really surprised by it but then after that there's just like this weird thing where there's like a celebration and they're like oh we finally have a tomorrow and like the credits roll and i, I was like man that felt really hollow and shitty like it felt the way a shitty 360 shooting game would normally feel i, I don't know
0: i i, I think- have a
1: lot of i have a lot of thoughts brewing in my head about gears assault.
0: I think epic. Oh,
1: you just keep playing.
0: I think epic uh, changed the team, by the way, and I think that's why it came off like hollow at the end. Because essentially, it's like when you think of something ending. Like if you look at Halo Reach, that was like Bungie's last fucking game. That fucking owned. Like that was a good like. See you later. I did Halo. It, it, it's it's due. Uh, I to play that again too,
1: like playing Gears is like reawakened this three sixty shooting.
0: Mm -hmm. but yeah like it that's when things started changing like when you play judgment you're just gonna be like it's still gears of war but it's different and that's all i'll tell you
1: i uh i'm looking forward to playing gears of war judgment i'm going to but i'm really dreading the fact that i guess baird is the main guy and marcus phoenix isn't it at all like i fucking hate baird like at least cole is in it (laughs) because cole kicks ass i fucking love cole but the parent sucks man
0: <laughs> oh coltrane's best character Woo,
1: baby that's, that's, that's exactly that's exactly right cole like as long Tran. as he's in it i can muscle through it i think should have um, made cole the main character man
0: They they stole ice train for fucking wcw
1: oh shit oh, <laughs> ice train coltrane enough <laughs> of back years though I, I played some more of uh teenage mutant internal shredders revenge I'm like three levels from the end, but I'm having some difficulty because I've split all my progress between three different characters.
0: Oh like no. just, I was
1: like, at first I tried Donatello because I remember the old games. Oh, Donatello is the best; he's got all that reach. But now they like do a thing where he has reach, but he has less power. And I wanted more power, so I played Raft for a while, and then I also played April for a while because she's like. uh like more balanced and also i just thought it was interesting that april neal was a playable character i've never had seen that before so now all three of them are like level four or five and i'm on level like 12 of the game i keep getting my ass beat so I, i don't know i i need some help with it i'm trying to get people to play it with me um i play last night i started and then beat a game called mom hid my game Have you guys ever heard of mom hid my game no no Uh, it's been played by, like, OniPlays and Game Grounds and stuff like that a few times. Uh, right now it's free. If you have, um, Twitch Prime, which you have if you have Amazon Prime, you can go to the rewards page and get a code to get it on Switch for free. And I recommend it because you shouldn't pay for it. Like, I beat it in an hour. But it's literally just, uh, you're a, a Japanese kid and you're playing your little game. It looks like a DS. And your mother is sick of you playing it, so she keeps hiding it around the house. And each level is you is you trying to find the game like she at first she's just like hiding it in cabinets and stuff and then later she's like hiding it inside of a crocodile and um like all kinds of bonkers stuff it's a very very funny game um at some point you're trying to find it and your grandfather jumps out of the closet dressed like a luchador and you lose the level because it scared (laughs) you It's, it's stupid um but if you have twitch prime go redeem the code to get it for free before it goes away um watched a couple episodes of uh what's it called alice in borderland i think yeah it's, it's like kind of squid gamesy but it's japanese instead of korean and um i expected to hate it it's not that bad i kind of like it i was getting into it but i haven't seen all of it so i'll just leave it with that for now and i just wanted to mention there's a new episode of pat the nes punk a, a christmas episode but it's more or less about um the intellivision amiko and it's one of the best edited things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's hilarious. Like, it's very funny. If you're interested at all in uh, retro gaming or Pat the NES Punk or Tommy Tellurico or the Intellivision Amico, go watch it. It's 29 minutes long and it's very, very funny.
0: I'm surprised he's still doing content. What, Pat? Yeah
1: well he doesn't like he he had that podcast and he wasn't like making videos that's why this is such an abnormality i guess last year he did a christmas episode but that's all he's done in like two or three years so this year he made another christmas episode and like you'd expect it to suck because he doesn't make stuff anymore it's great like i'm telling you go watch it. it's very very funny but that's pretty much all i did i've been focused on like houseworky shit so there's some gaming and and the movie
0: all right, Zach, what, a, what, what the hell have you been watching, playing, or doing?
1: Well, I've still been playing DMC5.
2: I beat it uh, last Friday. Uh, but, but you're still, still playing d- it? But I'm still playing it because there's stuff to do after you beat it. Oh, I wondered why you didn't put it in the accelerated Gamer. Well, it's because I, uh, I, I was unlocked uh, Virgil, so I, too, am in search of more power. <laughs> and that's what that character is all about. Might is everything. Without might, you can't do anything. As he says in Devil May Cry 3. <laughs> but uh, he's a lot of fun to play because he's kind of like a little bit of an overpowered character in some ways. So you're able to just kind of go kill crazy if you're not terrible at these kinds yeah. of games. But I am. Um, yeah, you just don't play him enough. I mean, how many of these games have you played? Just the first one? Just the first Devil May Cry. You never played, like, uh, Bayonetta, or...
1: Oh, no, I've played Bayonetta, yeah. Okay. I've played a suck few of Platinum games. But, I don't know,
2: I, I've played these kinds of games for years, so it's like, a cumulative skill is just built up over time. But, um, I'm gonna play, like, Bloody Palace, uh, but it clears all your mission data when you start it. And that's the thing is like, I'm playing through all the missions again, so I can't do that yet. I have to yeah. finish. Um, I watched, uh, some odds, odds and ends kind of TV shows stuff. Uh, started watching twin peaks again. Hmm. Um, cause it's great. And, uh, see, I want, <laughs> I'm going to count this because I, I saw two thirds of it. I, I came home from work and, uh caught like the rest of smile that movie that came out like oh a few months ago that was like f- I-, I knew Dubs it was, loved like,
1: it i recall right <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like i saw the ads and shit for that movie i'm like that movie's gonna fucking suck i just knew it and then like my brother was like we're gonna watch smile i'm like why and he's like because oh, he, him and his girlfriend we're gonna watch it uh, it's one of those things i get it and yeah he said it wasn't very good and then my sister was watching that's what happened is i I came home and she was watching i'm like oh boy and (laughs) i sat down and it pretty much turned out like how i thought it would what was funny was like you know at first this movie for like first 20 minutes is like actually kind of okay yeah and then like like it's it's pretty interesting it's kind of creepy a little bit but they go over the top and it gets fucking silly with like some of the scares and shit and some of the other stuff that happens
0: the trauma monster looks like a never ending story fucking creature.
2: That was fucking terrible. When you see like the demon, I don't give a shit if I'm spoiling this fucking movie. Who cares? <laughs> so, but like uh, like at the end of the movie, it's like the, the, the trauma demon because that's what it is. It's, it's like it, it fucking attaches to you and it's like a weird parasite and it tries to get you to just fucking kill yourself
0: in front of in somebody.
2: Front of, <laughs> in front of somebody so it oh, it's they the spread can spread trauma. Yeah. And then it'll attach to that person. But anyway, it's it like, sounds fine. like a shittier It follows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, and I wasn't even like a big fan of that movie, and it's 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 much better than this. But um, like when you finally get to see the trauma demon, it's like hilarious. Uh, it's kind of like um, you know how the first It remake is like for the most part like pretty good, mm-hmm. but then you see the second one and it gets fucking silly because he he does too much silly shit and he he, he the the clown Pennywise gets overexposed and it just becomes ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. It's like, you fuck, you see too much of the trauma demon. It is just like a really bad CGI. It's like, imagine they made somebody really tall and lanky and they have like a, a meth, a meth head face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And then a like the meth Slenderman, a, a meth Slenderman. And it's like, that's not scary. It just looks fucking cheesy. Like you could have just like let you see it for like five seconds. That would have been way more effective.
0: I just like the part where she thinks she won and she's like, nah, bitch, you fucking lost.
2: No, like, you fucking lost. Yeah. I, also, I also like the thing where it's like you, you get to see how they, they get the trauma demon gets in you by literally opening your mouth like it's fucking Beetlejuice and crawling inside <laughs> yeah, of you. And I was yeah. like, are you fucking kidding? me?" <laughs> like, this is supposed to be scary. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, mm. But yeah, it was uh, not good. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that movie Sinister. You ever see Sinister? Yes. It's like, see, like that movie started out pretty good too, and then it gets fucking silly. It's mm. like, it's weird. It's like there's something in there, in the writing or something, and then it just goes sideways. Like when you get through like the first third of the movie. Um. Also watched the My Life in Gaming, what we played in 2022 video. Hell yeah! Always watch those. I mean, I watch their channel anyway. <laughs> they were kind of slower in their output. Uh, last year so i kind of f- fell off from watching a lot of their stuff plus i i don't know they made some videos that i didn't really care about the subject matter of too admittedly um but that's always cool to watch and you get to see a few games like that cuz they just play random stuff because i don't know they're kind of like me i guess where it's like you're behind and you have like fucking backlogs so you just play whatever it's like my, like, my game of the year was fucking God of, uh, God of War 3 on PS3. Like, that kind of thing happens. <laughs> but, um, That was neat. Uh, I've been reading uh, Itchy Tasty, mm. the uh, Resident Evil book by Alex Anuel, who has been a pretty prominent member of the community from back is in the day. It,
1: like, if try to give me an opinion not as a fanboy. Like, is it worth reading, because I'm very interested in it just from a general I-like-video-game history standpoint.
2: Yes, it's it's done exactly like that. Very well like researched. A, it's not like a fanboy-y fucking thing. It's just like, this guy likes this series, but he wants to know more about its development history, because the whole issue was is like, he, he does like a whole preamble in the first, the beginning pages of the book, re explains like, it's really hard to learn the development history of Japanese games because like they don't talk that much about it, but at least before, like, you know, in the nineties and eighties, um, they didn't really go out to publications and talk about stuff like that. Like that started to happen more in like the two thousands and 2010s more. Uh, they didn't keep documents and shit, you know, about all the preservation stuff in Japan and everything. And that, that shit where they try to like, they adopted, like, fake names so they could prevent headhunting so nobody would knew, know who somebody is. It's like, yeah. to, it's like to this day, here, here's an example of that, in Capcom, we still don't know who the original director of Devil May Cry 2 was. Nobody knows who he is. He's uncredited. That's fucking... And that's, like, from 2002 or something. <laughs> um, it's probably but,
1: for the best. That, that man would probably be harmed.
2: Yeah, like... Itsuno came in and tried to do what he could but it was just fucking too much too, too much too too late. But anyway, uh it's really cool. I'm at the point right now where he's talking about the stuff with Sega like he's talking about Code Rock at the moment. Some of the more interesting parts of it's been like um <laughs> them talking about working with that um that guy who wrote like for um Cayman Rider and like Super Sentai. Uh, I forget his first name. It's Sugimura. They like contracted him to like help write the story for Resident Evil 2. Uh,
1: What are you laughing at, you son of a bitch? (laughs) Sorry. Um, Do I see a Wild Woodhouse? behind you? Yeah, he keeps running. <laughs> yeah. He he, he actually popped his head up behind your shoulder. It was like, hey, hi, guys. I'm on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I was <laughs> sort of laughing. I was <laughs> trying, trying to listen. To but I, I, I think I do want to read it, though. Someone else was talking about it. on. I think it was Matt McMuscles was talking about it on Twitter. And I was like, oh, that sounds
2: pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. I think you'd probably uh, get something out of it if you wanted to read it. Um, but that's been everything I've
1: done pretty much
0: all right chaz you're up what the hell you been watching playing or doing
1: well as, as you all may have known i was a little worried about catching whatever nonsense my, my daughter brought home i thought i had caught it so getting some color i thought i was maybe past the clear no i was not i got the turbo shit he got color
2: yeah i got color
1: <laughs> it, it was color. brown and it, was, it was there was some red
2: Sometimes people get called around the bottom and it's brown in wrestling, so that happens.
1: <laughs> that is true, yeah. there's plenty of good stories out there, people shitting themselves. It's great.
0: Like John Cena.
1: Uh, so, yeah, uh, I had this really weird thing, which I don't know. It's just like the stars line, kind of like the lighthouse. I, so I ended up having to work all weekend because I, I covered call, even though I was sick. It sucked. So I get home and I'm like, I have like, Profusely sweat all day. I've like, vomited a couple times. Like shit, my brains out a few times. I'm, I'm having fever, and now I'm just like laying down, waiting to die, and, and hoping that my phone doesn't ring that I have to like do something for work. Go to live. <laughs> the, yeah, so I'm just binge watching Naruto, and apparently I hit in the Naruto in series, which one of the things I'm obviously still doing. I've talked about um, is one of like the the brief. Periods or or, uh, set pieces that is like the saddest part of the series, like a character they just build up that like everyone loves. It's great, it gets killed off, and it's really devastating. And they show all these like heartfelt episodes dedicated to the people grieving from this person, which they've never done. It's also a weird thing in the show because like we're hundreds of episodes in, and they've done so many things where they they do the anime thing where someone dies and it's horrible, and then. Like that's how the episode ends as a cliffhanger, and then it's like swerves into oh, last minute bullshit happens. They're not dead. No, they just tried to fucking kill this person. It, it is gut wrenching. So I had a fever during all that, so I, I cried like a baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure I pooped myself crying. It was weird. <laughs> that I, usually you poop cold- yourself weird. and cry. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. But there was a lot of there were a lot of secretions during that, that set of episodes. But, secretions. I uh, got dehydrated. <laughs> I did, yeah. I had a pretty nasty headache after. Uh but aside from all that getting all gross or whatever, uh yeah, I watched a shit ton of uh Naruto. I am now let's see. I don't Believe know it I was before. I'm now f i am now fit. I think I can say I'm I'm halfway through the the series, not counting Jesus the boruto Christ. series. If I decided I, to watch Naruto, I wouldn't finish it till like twenty twenty five.
2: This <laughs> it's, it's ongoing thing.
1: Oh yeah, I'm finishing this shit before January's over at this point. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I mean really though, like I'm I'm hoping like within the next like handful of weeks I'll I'll be done with that. I, I don't know if I'm gonna actually watch Moroto or not because it's still ongoing and it's I, I don't know. But I, I'll at least finish the, the Ship It In series and the movies and stuff and then go from there. But, like, even the movies are decent. Like, the, at first the movies weren't, like, really relevant, but now they're, like, tying the movies into, like, really heartbreaking backstories that happen. That's another thing. I just like that in series anyway, when they give all these interesting characters for a while, and you keep thinking about, oh, what happened to them, and then now they're doing, like, extensive backstory that's, like, showing why they have this or why why things are the way they are. So um, there's a lot of that. Um, that's still really good. Uh, as far as games, I... And playing through Pokemon Scarlet, I am very close to the end. I have one star fortress bullshit, whatever, left, and then now I can take on the. I've I've got all the badges, uh, the gym badges. I've beaten all the Titan monsters. I just have that other star badge thing I need to do, and then I can do the, like, the final end game stuff and go into post game. Um, it, it's fun for the most part. I really never had any big problems with lag. I know people keep joking about that. Most of that's been fixed. However, there's an area that's, there's a large lake, and it's where, like, the, the last um Titan is, or Titan Don monster. Dozo. Yeah, Dondozo and Tatsugiri. Uh, that lake was infuriating, because my game was, I, I had reset it over and over, like, hard reset my system and, and everything, and that lake was just lag fest. Like, everything slowed down infinitely, and one of the Pokemon that's wild that's there. Is Veluza, I think it's super fast, so it would go. It would be like, eh, 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 and just like zip, and then run into you in random encounter. And then when you get out of the the uh, the uh, actual encounter with it, you try to like do whatever to move. And then the next one does the same thing, where it's like zipping across the screen. I was really frustrated with that. Um, oh, so I, I did get to experience some of the some of the the cum goblin that that runs the Pokemon Scarlet <laughs> behind the scenes. So.
2: How many frames do you estimate it was running? Two. Negative six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he time travels. Yeah. He
2: went backwards in time. That's interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You ever watch that episode of Futurama where the chronotons are there and people just blip and you boop? That's what happened. I just like blipped into the future and I was doing shit and I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, anyway, the uh, game overall has been fun though. I've enjoyed it. Uh, and it feels weird. It feels like it. It feels like a Pokemon game, but it doesn't. But because you control uh, that camera, yeah. yeah. No, it, it is weird. I like. Um, I hope they keep this branching story thing. Yeah, I, I like that part. I I, th- I think that. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm not as invested as I normally am playing them, but I've also liked the periods of I just travel around and just go and catch. Like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to sit in this area and just catch a couple things for a while and just do that as I gradually make my way to wherever. I don't know if you knew this. Hopefully you did. If not, you need to go back to your system. But you know in the Pokédex, there's actually like a rewards thing in every 10 yeah. things. Yeah, okay. I've, I've delighted in telling people about that because they're always like, I have like 100 Pokéballs now. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. I, I saw people that apparently like finished the entire Pokédex and didn't know. And didn't then they know. were talking about hitting the button. The game button. just like, does w- a shitty job of telling you how the Pokédex works. Let yeah, some guy do. made some comment about how, yeah, I went on a date and we, we hit it off and, and we went on a few more. And then she moved in and... And we almost broke up, but then we got engaged and we're married and have two kids now. And that thing is still fucking loading rewards. Uh, so <laughs> apparently it takes a long time if you didn't finish everything. I, 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 I think that person's a little dramatic about it. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but um, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. Uh, other Pokemon related stuff. Uh, went and uh, played in a trading card game event. Uh, got first place. Woo! Not really much there at all. Uh, but I did manage to trade uh, some cool stuff. And I've now officially started chasing the base set stuff. Traded for some some base set cards. why did you Blastoise? decide to go all the way back to base set? Is it because there's so much of it out there? or No, I, well, I, really, I wasn't looking. I just happened to be sitting there, and this person wanted something that I had, that I had extra of. And they're like, here, look at my binder. And this is just what they have. And I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. And I've just Ooh. been kind of thinking about it. Like, I had this idea of wanting to go back and finish all the original, like, the the quote-unquote 151 so you get uh, base set plus jungle and fossil to have all 151 Pokemon. Um, and I've been doing a lot of the master set stuff anyway with the sword and shield stuff, so I thought it might be cool to do that. Um, also, uh, it'd be cool to get the Team Rocket stuff, uh, but I, I'm really torn that's the, because... That's the set I'm always drawn to is, is Team Rocket. I, yeah, I really like that. I also want to do the Neo stuff because Neo was like right when, in the gym leader stuff right when I stopped playing so i wouldn't mind getting that um i was really tempted to buy on ebay there's someone selling a really sweet like master set of almost everything uh but it was just i just didn't buy it it seemed too good it's to cheating. be cheating you can't just buy a master set that's cheating yeah you have to collect it i know i know so anyway I, i'm gonna work on that and uh I'm just preparing uh for the tournament i'm gonna play in in october uh there's gonna be a tournament at ohio con just throwing that out there yeah when is it gonna be Do you i know? don't know when the tournament specifically is but ohio this weekend right yeah i i may try to go i i don't know yet i mean a lot if, of people I... there from not just ohio so you know it'd be a good good test test your medal. yeah i, I mean I, the thing is just knowing if i have the time to go i don't i don't think i have anything this weekend now i'm no longer working this weekend so i need to, to run that by the wife but nevertheless uh, the last thing i did was uh you guys will not care about uh i got to watch the dallas cowboys break their their terrible curse last night and actually win a playoff game and tom brady finally lost to the dallas cowboys so yeah there might be a god i don't know something like that
0: i care about sports ball i my giants won against the i
1: was was talking about the goddamn beach ball two weeks ago so it's fine
2: (laughs) i'm the only one that refuses to participate in this you know no uh, uh uh fucking malcolm in the middle is nascar uh driver now that's see that's i did true. it that's sports. true i saw that frankie mania's yeah sports
1: yeah
2: sports car
0: all
1: right uh, oh um and uh the schedule for this coming season of f1 got announced and all the new drivers
0: there you go uh chat <laughs> sports, sports. chas anything else
1: uh no not that i can think of nope
0: all right. Before we get into Twilight Zone, if you watched last episode, we had like ads about like different shows that we do. Today is going to be all getting some color, but we have a word from Macho Man.
4: Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wow! Oh, somebody put a microphone in front of me. You know what that means, brother? Yeah. I've heard all about this uh, podcasting thing. I think I've been on it a time or two myself, I believe. Uh, it's a little intergalactic for me, a little out there, you know, but that's okay, brother. Yeah, because on getting some color, you can relive moments, me and my glory, and my moment of glory. Before the yellow and red Brutus, you know who I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, the guy who was backstabbing, hot hotdogging, grandstanding. <laughs> Forget all about him. You can see the macho man in his glory days. Or you can hear people talking about it, at least. You can watch, too. But hey, that's not what's important. The devil's in the details. Sometimes the details aren't important. Sometimes they are. These details, they're a little bit important. You can catch, get some color. Bi weekly Thursdays, 10 PM <laughs> Eastern. Be there. We're not. As they say. Wow. Wow, man, freak out. Yeah.
0: Well, I i would like to thank Macho Man from the Grave uh for doing our advertisement of getting some color. From beyond. From beyond. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just love it. the intergalactic you know, whatever. <laughs> and then the freak the Brutus beefcake fucking killed me. He's <laughs> like get that hot dog in yeah. Grandstanding. Oh man.
1: Macho Man's been hanging out with Ultimate Warrior.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he, uh,
2: Macho Man was what was in the place the Ultimate Warrior was from first. He <laughs> was cutting the insane promos, pulling out random bullshit about Sometimes Pink Floyd makes you think, brother. Sometimes you, you go to a a place beyond a, a dimension where time and space mean nothing, in the Twilight Zone. Oh, like, <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> great because right, when you were doing that, I was like, man, I'm going to tie this in. It's going to be a great segue to fucking Twilight Zone. But you did it. He's been
2: there.
1: He's been yeah. in the Twilight Zone and back several oh. times. He did the segue, and then you ruined it by talking about the segue. Uh, now now we're within the fourth wall of talking about the segue
0: but you know we
1: are all in the twilight zone
0: it's pretty hot in here uh so let's talk about the midnight sun boom there we go uh this episode is a classic to me this is a this is pretty like top five of first time seeing twilight zone like after obviously maple street like the midnight sun was the next ones that i like actually watch I feel uh,
2: like this is one of the ones people talk. Oh, that's why. There's one time I saw this episode where it was hot and people were like dying.
0: Yes. <laughs> so the concept right away is like this, uh, this: the Earth is moving closer to the sun, which is making like the Earth hot as fuck. Uh, to the point where people are trying to move away from like let's say Florida, the equator, and like moving up north to like Canada and shit. Uh, to get away from the heat. Uh, and. It's in an apartment building. Uh, it's the, I, I totally forgot the l- lady's name. There's an old lady and a young lady uh, that are left. Uh, I guess they're just not leaving or they don't feel like going anywhere because of. I, I love boomers. <laughs> like they believe everything that like obviously the uh, the media. Like the old lady's like that scientist told me that we won't live in like two days, <laughs> and I just like yeah. chuckled a bit.
1: What other information do they have? Yeah, at that time, you know. Yeah. She was. I mean, she wasn't gonna get on Drudge Report and get the get the real <laughs> <Yeah. She laughs> can't Get on Reddit, and listen to a bunch of stupid assholes <laughs> try to tell her what it is. Like <laughs> I saw on Twitter that they're gonna like cut up the ice caps and bring them all down.
2: She <laughs> can't even self promote on Reddit. She's got to fucking get ten thousand karma before she can or whatever.
0: Uh, I like the newscast scene where the guy's like. They don't fucking care. I'm gonna. Who's
1: going Who's left to panic? Yeah. yeah. Like it's got to be hot. Uh, who are they kidding people with these
4: goddamn weather reports? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Let go of me! I said, let go of me! <laughs> just cut his mic and shit.
0: It reminded me of very like George Romero, uh, in a way, like when they do like newscasts and stuff and like shit hit the fan and just like.
1: Yeah, actually, it made me think about that movie, uh, The Crazies. Hmm little
2: bit yeah um i was thinking i was thinking of dawn of the dead too actually but um yeah uh this is i picked all my episodes i've still been doing that i've still been going that well where uh i picked episodes i when i first ever saw this show and they the ones that left an impression on me Mm -hmm. um this is one of the ones even though it's like there's not like a lot to it, I think it's just the idea of of what's happening is kind of what gets you with it. I'm the
0: only th- the, like the only thing I'm confused about, and I, trust me, it's just like they're playing with a a gag in a way uh, on what they're doing with this. Because I'm like, wait a second, it's all based off of her sickness. So she when she had a fever, the Earth was moving toward the sun. And now, since since she's cooling down, the Earth is now getting colder. Like
4: in, in she re-
1: woke up from a fever induced hallucination. In, mm. in in reality, it was the Earth
2: was moving away, and, and it was getting colder. You know? mm. And her fever dream was it was it we were hurling towards the sun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No
1: stuff like that though. That's what I wanted to get into about this episode, and this is part of what makes the Twilight Zone so fucking great in my opinion is um, when it came out that was perfectly acceptable because there's a lot of, if this came out, if they tried to write this now, if they tried to release this now, if they remade this uh, current Twilight Zone, everyone would be like why is the sun always in the sky? Why doesn't it set? Why doesn't the globe spin? And people would be like nitpicking the science of it. Yeah. yeah and Neil like, Tyson. Technically that wouldn't happen because of this. And technically uh, well, you see now, uh actually if that did happen then fema would do the no no no. fuck all that the sun is in the sky all day long we're getting closer to it all day long and it just sucks like it it, this is a science fiction story it's the fucking 60s i don't care about that stuff like that this is what the author wanted to write that's what he wrote yeah i'm I'm pretty sure he heard that thing about how there's like that sweet spot for planets that we can we can live in this zone. Goldilocks zone yeah yeah that's right and if you go too far, it's too hot. you go too far away, it's too cold. And that like sparked, oh, I'm gonna write the short story about. about yeah. Oh, what if what if that did happen? Holy shit. And um, but if they tried to do that now, everyone would be fucking whining about, oh, it's not accurate. Oh, it's not this. No, it, that's not the point. It's not the point. It it. Yeah. For for the story, these are the rules. This is the science. This is the story it's telling. And it's more about how these characters are dealing with this fictional situation and how they deal with each other. That's the story. You're missing the point by nitpicking the science of it.
2: No, man, I have to know how the
1: Earth got knocked out out of its orbit. Yeah, everyone, how did that happen? I'm going to go on Reddit and type fucking five paragraphs about my uh, hypothesis about how this could have happened and why it's Trump's fault. This is a <laughs> <prime> <laughs> For some reason. No, it's just... It's, it's, it's what it is.
2: We're really torching Reddit tonight. I love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we all had enough of their shit.
0: Yeah, fuck Reddit.
1: <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. My cake day's coming up. I'm really sad now. Mine just came and went. <laughs> I signed up for Reddit at MagFest one year.
2: I remember that, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, it's the episode's mostly just like the, the two characters' interactions, the two women that are left in the whole apartment building. Um, I think the older one is the landlady, yeah, yeah, and that's right. uh, you see like a, the last family moving out, like in the beginning of the episode, they're like, they're leaving, it's like, we're gonna try our you know our chances going to toronto and she's like the highways are gridlocked and there's a gas shortage and all this other stuff i'm like this shit sounds familiar. what's he saying
1: <laughs> he says we have 20 gallons that ought to be enough to do something 12 <laughs> well he, he, he said, said well i was like excuse
2: me and i'm like in a fucking car from 1961 or no. whatever
1: no yeah you're not getting out of town <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that family's um, dead on the
2: side of the road somewhere probably they probably melted in their fucking car died of heat strokes but uh as it goes on it's like uh the the younger woman who who's the artist she got to go to the store and barely made it back and she's like complaining like this is the first time i, I ever complained about being a woman cuz i can't carry
1: enough stuff <laughs> so that was kind of funny
0: but you know, yeah fuck you family. it's a very relevant
1: thing because we all know that men have that weird gene where it's like i'll carry all the groceries Yes, on one right. trip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not coming back to this car. That's not happening. Nope, fuck anymore. that. No, fuck I, I'm the world's strongest man for 30 seconds. Yeah. Then you're gonna get no circulation in my fingers anymore. But all the groceries are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck paper bags, by the way. Jesus fucking Christ. But.
2: <laughs> um. But yeah, uh they share some some juice, and the the landlady kind of loses her mind a little bit when she sees the painting and she it like, uh, she keeps painting like the sun with <laughs> the sky. And she's like,
4: stop painting the sun.
2: And she just throws it on the ground. And just like slams her fist down. And stuff. It's a pretty good little freak out. Moment. That that's one of the things I enjoy about twilight zone is like when people have like their freak outs. Yes. Their, their mental breaks.
0: <laughs> I just, uh, the part where, uh, you know, they come out and they're like half dead. Kind of like, did you lock the roof? And she's like, yeah oh wait no i don't remember <laughs> and then like the guy comes down and he's like wearing a dress like a blazer jacket with like a fucking i couldn't
1: figure squad. that out yeah. if, if they're if they're like all burning to death why is he wearing a goddamn corduroy suit jacket <laughs> he has
2: to wear something
1: i had, it had like blinds on it i think it was corduroy and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs>
2: He beat yeah. up a bomb and stole it. I don't know. I <laughs> like,
1: yeah. wear nothing or like a tank top or something. Yeah. Jesus. He attacked a fucking professor, took his jacket, and yeah. was like, fuck this guy in his academia. And I
2: like his little ascot. That was the thing that got me. He just had like a little. <laughs>
1: <head>. I <was laughs> like, like what the. Look at the sweat off my neck.
2: This guy comes in from the fire escape, like, door on uh, going to the roof. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Did he climb up the. The yeah. fire escape, get up on the roof and get down in the building, I guess. Okay. And doing something he kind like of like... Father Two in it or something. <laughs> yeah. He kind of like manages to barge into... The, well, he's does barge in, but he's like, hey, let me in there. Let me in there, baby. It's like... Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the laziest, like, most milk toast rape talk I've ever heard in a television show. Hey, <laughs> let me in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let me in sweetheart let me take a look at them games it's kind of like on sweet
0: cheeks kind of like resident evil 2 when you go into kendo's uh, shop what's going sorry. on sorry, sorry babe. about that babe yeah I like it when they
2: switch leon with claire and he says it to leon yeah <laughs> 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 but uh he uh the the lame kind of relents or i don't know she's starting to have delirium and she just opens the door and then she's like no no but at least she was smart enough to grab a gun she had a fucking gun she's ready she cocked the hammer back she was going to like fucking blow this guy away
0: i got annoyed though like in both episodes cuz they're both handling revolvers right uh and they have the hammer and they just chucked that fucking gun twice well, she decocks it okay actually,
2: after uh he kind of like comes in and, just, and she's just like well fuck it i guess i'm not going to shoot him like she just changed her mind <laughs> but uh when he gets it he never cocks the hammer I don't know. I've I've gone autism. I pay attention, to shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, You've gone <laughs> so uh, it's Triggered. An oh, really that's a good. bad joke. <laughs> I got. Yeah, I get triggered when people don't have proper trigger discipline. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, he kind of like barges in, drinks all of her water, and then he's like, "I'm not a bad guy. I swear." I, uh, my wife, she's she was fragile. She died. It was crazy. And
0: Christopher Walken's there.
2: He just leaves. He just goes. And then the landlady has like a fucking heat stroke because she imagines she's she remembers being in a waterfall. And then she picks off. So that, that,
1: that scene that scene with the guy where he goes off in his little like sidebar soliloquy thing there and is talking about his family, that yeah. is dark as fuck. Because pretty pretty he very, very, very briefly brings up, oh yeah, the, the little one dies first. So his, mm. his infant son dies first, and then his skinny-ass wife died. And then he was like, well, I'm here now. I'm like, fuck. I'm not what a be- We messed up. I'm You're not going to steal people's water, I don't Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, not a bad man. A
3: <laughs>
2: you got to do what you got to do to survive, brother. Yeah. Sure. It, but um, going to say, no? a,
0: a small nitpick, because remember the part where uh, she's putting on her, uh, like, drink on the window sill and she goes ah like it burns like the old lady like puts her whole face on the fucking window the glass. yeah and i'm like wait ah.
2: <laughs> I'm like
0: <laughs> I, I i get i forgave it because i was like that's she's where she's dying yeah she's, she's dying delirious. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah like she she's dying within seconds and she does die and then helen i think that's her name is, is the younger woman's name helen and she's just like oh shit and she sees like the thermometer explodes and the, her, her paint her paintings or the paint on them is like melting which yeah. is kind of cool mm-hmm. the cool other one's norma oh norma yeah that's right yeah. i might I, I think i uh conflated some names some 1960 names yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah, I like that scene where she sees all of her paintings melting because it's, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. You don't really see that. You're just like, God damn, how hot does it have to be for that to happen? Mm-hmm. And she just screams. And then there's like a transition and you see like uh, the landlady is like kind of trying to stuff newspaper under the windowsill. And there's snow and there's like howling wind is dark. And then there's like a doctor there. And, uh, he's looking over uh, Norma. And he's like, she's going to be okay. The fever is coming
0: down she's like c- cucking him out of like he's like I, by my last visit I, i'm not gonna be here because i'm moving to where it's warm and she like goes you know the scientists say that the the earth is going far away from the sun that means the whole earth is gonna be dark and it's gonna be cold so wherever you go you're fucked and i'm just like shut up bitch <laughs>
1: like- i like uh, she said they said on the radio it's warmer in miami i wanted her to be like yeah no kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's always warmer in miami it was before this it will be after this
2: how do they know what was going to happen anyway what if we fucking got caught up caught up in jupiter and became fucking moon jupiter or something like how do they know i don't know, you know? <laughs> 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 didn't think about that did they <laughs> but it, they, didn't, it... they didn't even know what jupiter looked like yet i suppose <laughs>
0: And any, like, the sun looked even weird when every time they, like, showed the sun, it looked like two, like, rays of light. Just, like, it looked like a fucking, uh, a Chevy fucking logo or whatever. A Pontiac logo. And that was the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Overall, I mean, I I thought this episode was great. Um, pretty, you know, simple. The, you know, Earth is burning up. When society breaks down, there's no police. Because the police is, like... Hey, we're all by the where most of the people on the highway. If you're still in the city, you're fucked. <laughs> Sorry you <laughs> good <yeah>. luck.
2: <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's there's not a whole lot of like literary or you know plot writing devices going on in this one. It's mostly just about the situation and the characters in them. Uh so there's not a, a whole lot to just discuss here other than just what happens. Yeah. Um, but it's still good. I like this one still.
0: Yeah, I recommend it. What about you, Andy?
1: Yeah, I recommend most Twilight Zone.
0: Same. Chaz, what about you? What's your final thoughts and and recommend or not?
1: Yeah, I still don't have a lot to compare it to. I mean the other two episodes that we watched last week, but just being a Twilight Zone noob, uh it sure I mean, it was good. Yeah. Just gradually. We're t- we're taking the, the slow stages. But yeah, it's uh I thought it was good. Like I it, it was different than the other where it was just straightforward. There's no other extra, like, deeper plot. It's just letting you watch and live out the, the what-if scenario, which I like the, the thing that Andy had brought up. uh, Like, you don't need the whole, like, you, sometimes you just need to let things be as they are. You don't have to have an explanation and a backstory for everything. Like, no. sometimes it's great to have that, but sometimes you don't need it. And it's like, I, what I would say to any person that would nitpick like that, be like, well... All right, you watch things with dragons in them, right? Okay, where well, there are dragons in Ohio, and we're not in Ohio, but they, they still exist. So, it's 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 fantasy. So, go from there. Yeah, you don't have to, don't have to think about anything else. It,
0: yeah. yeah, you don't you don't need Bill Nye, the science guy, to explain to you why the fucking Earth is moving closer to the sun. It's oh. just it's that's what's happening.
1: It's Especially not him because he's fucking Carl Sagan, but yeah, okay. hack, hack yeah. fraud anyway. Yeah. But the back
2: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like this one. Uh and I guess we're gonna go to the next one. What yeah. other one do you like? Uh this one which is the Printer's Devil. Uh mostly because it has Burgess Meredith in it. He's being amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Uh <laughs> without Burgess Meredith, pretty mid episode. Burgess Meredith it's a fucking steal the show. He's so great. I love him in this episode. It's yeah. fantastic.
0: I got a news yeah, for yeah. reporting.
1: <laughs> yeah, like th- there's a bunch of twilight zones that have the oh but it was the devil kind of like twist to it like the howling man and a few others but this one is just so cool about it and he's like lecherous and he's like covetous and he's like a dick
2: <laughs> it's, it's awesome yeah it's like it's like all those devil episodes of the of, of like the previous seasons but like now where they have like twice as much time it's like they can play with it more like what can what can the what can satan do hmm. <laughs>
0: like, I always comp- I always compare this uh to it's a wonderful life because I mean it's not christmas by the way but like instead of the bank it's his fucking newspaper stand um he's he's near a fucking bridge where he's about to like throw himself to kill himself and in- too, yeah. instead of a guardian angel it's the devil um <laughs> which by the way Potato, potato!
1: Oh, well. pretty <laughs> Pretty,
0: pretty base. By the way, like uh, the devil is like, oh, you gonna jump? <laughs> like he's yeah, like... he's just
2: like, well, if you jump, it's not a real reliable way to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> do you want to watch? Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah. Bitty-bitty. laughs> <laughs> uh, also, like the thing where he like lights his cigar with his finger, like that's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. I make that little noise. I don't love
1: that finger. noise. They do that in a few Twilight Zones.
2: <laughs> yeah, th- somebody yeah, got like a. Somebody got one of those new electronic organs and they went crazy with it.
1: <laughs> Look how evil this sounds. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's totally what happened. <laughs> and at that time it probably had like more to it. Now it just sounds kind of hokey, but sure. I, I really appreciated his his random uh, just like side chat about uh, just like various times where he's like like he you said, lecherous, where they're in the. Uh, I guess it's like a smoking parlor or bar or wherever it's they're at. A bar or diner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They sit down and he's like, ah, she was fast for a big one. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, she's got, she looks like she's got fire in her.
2: Yes. <laughs> I mean, so far I'm agreeing, but yes.
1: <laughs> I was freaked out. He was like, we're going to be good friends. And he like touches her neck. I was like, oh my God, I'm freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the weird heels. like back of the hand thing. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, she got sexually harassed by the devil.
2: <laughs> well, if you're gonna get sexually harassed by by I guess you know far be it, the devil does it.
0: <laughs> so I got a question: Is this before Adam West Penguin?
2: Yes, because yes. the, the, the the Batman TV show started in like '66.
0: Do you think the scene where he's like put the cigar in my mouth, like like when he starts to like clench the cigars, like that's the Penguin? <laughs> we don't need a fucking. Uh, Uh, an audition that's the guy (laughs) that's
2: like the thing I remember most about this episode like I never forget this image of like Burgess Meredith like scowling kind of like grinning and just looking like crazed he's got like this weird twisted crooked ass cigar just like smoke is just like coming out (laughs) (laughs) it's just I, I always remembered that image but um yeah it's basically about a guy whose newspapers fail, and then he meets Satan, and he's like, "I'll I'll work for you and get you in the black." He, he doesn't just, know it's Satan. I know he doesn't it's know. He's Mister Smith. Yeah. Mister Smith, and uh, he's like, "Why do you want Why do you want to work for me so bad?" And he's just like, "I just I, humor an old man, Well, yeah, And he just, he just kind of pulls that kind of thing, and he's like, he can operate the uh, the the praying thing, the prayer press thing. And uh, he says he's a reporter too, so he just starts making up stories.
1: That's one of the most interesting parts of this episode for me is that fucking machine. Yeah, I just I just don't know enough about old newspaper printing. I guess like <laughs> linotype. It,
2: linotype machine. Linotype that's what it machine. Is. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but like um, the thing's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I've never actually seen one operated before, so it was like it was kind of cool to see. Um, but it's like he'll. Write out the fucking headline and the the opening blurb of the story or whatever, whatever they call that. Like a
0: record timing, like the the building like just burned up and they're just like the papers on the street <laughs> within the hour.
2: I think the first one was like a, a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, first one
1: was bank robbery. Yeah,
2: and then it was like a local uh, pro- professor is a bigamist or something the like principal. that. Principal, principal. principal
1: was yeah. married to two women yeah, that's to woman i just talked to him and it's true he does have two wives <laughs> he and was like i funny. totally <laughs> do and i was like wait what <laughs> maybe he's a what mormon maybe this. maybe that's why you know, like, you know
2: <laughs>
0: what do you think of uh, the conflict of interest by the way like his he was dating his employee and he's the boss yeah
1: she kept being like i'm not your wife yet i was like are you not what's going on here then? <laughs> she's... they're like making out and the guy comes in and he's like i have to quit <laughs>
2: yeah. they're, they're dating <laughs> i got she's annoyed
0: I, sorry to interrupt you i got annoyed by the way with that scene where she like i understand where she was coming from but like you know hard times man like he needs to feed his family and she's like how dare you
1: <laughs> yeah i He's like yelling at the screen it's like hey fuck you <laughs> he said was, he hasn't been paid in eight weeks he can't eat nothing
2: yeah he probably burned through all of his savings it's like damn it he, could, like he could he could just retire like, he looks he looks old enough that he could probably just fucking retire though I'm just being honest <laughs> like, what? well oh, yeah that's right yeah no social security yet <laughs> look at me thinking about today <laughs> damn <laughs> um but yeah as it goes on. It's like they get more success because of these stories. It's kind of interesting. I kind of almost wonder if it's like a commentary about like how crazy the news can get. Back then, maybe it wasn't really quite like that, but I'm sure there were still papers and shit going. Yeah, I
1: got like, some weird like Citizen Kane vibes, like from the second act of Citizen Kane where he's starting the newspaper. I got some of the same kind of like, this isn't, you know... <laughs> if if we cast off our scruples we start making a ton of money in newspaper like that kind of thing.
2: Like- yeah exactly yeah I, th- I thought some of that was at play a little bit um and as it goes it just escalates more and more then the thing the the guys from the rival paper the the courier yeah
0: fuck him by the way
2: they come over and that dude's like we'll buy you out and dude the, the guy who owns the this paper is like no i refuse and like, okay, so then
1: guess what? Later that night, <laughs> their building catches on fire. The fucking building burns down. So, hey, fuck you, man. Because because he, c- he does oh.
0: he does this thing like he I, the one thing I hate that people do. You're gonna answer for this. Fuck you. Like what proof do you have that you could put this like uh co- company under unless you have the smoking gun of showing someone lighting the fucking house uh the building on fire. Or, you know, shit happening that is, you know, unethical. It's uh, just
2: what he believes, cause he, he offered to buy that guy out and he's like, I'm not buying out, so I don't know, he just assumes I, that.
0: I would have took that gun out of the fucking drawer and be like, get the fuck out of my establishment or I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> like, cause like, how dare you come barging in threatening me? That's how I would have done it. But that's Yeah, just you me. wanna
2: fight, pal? You wanna go out in the parking lot?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want you wanna go to a schoolyard? Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh... That's called brandishing. You can't do that.
2: Yes, well, it's not brand... You didn't brandish if you went ahead and shot him, so... That's
1: called murder! It's not murder if they don't die. That's called assault.
2: Yeah, see, it's it's not as
1: bad. I like pepper. (laughs) Anyway
2: uh uh he he confronts mr smith about it finally like because it's like okay it's getting a little weird because his his not girlfriend his not wife (laughs) is like getting really aggravated with, with like the weirdness of like the timing of it all and everything and of course only a woman would notice something like this
0: well i i think it is girlfriend because she says to the point where like well not yet they're in some type of relationship and he like and he's like
4: he's like maybe i'm fine with that too then
0: yeah she what? got she got stud bro like that was like a tko like <laughs> mike tyson punch without the punch
4: she
2: got friend zoned yes
0: <laughs> she got dick zoned
2: uh, uh he finally confronts him about it and he's just like what do you mean i didn't do that he's like it was an electrical fire i know he's like how do you know? He's like, I don't write anything that I don't know about. It's just, okay. <laughs> and then I only print hot truth. Yeah, I only print the truth, brother. And then, like, he gets him in his office, uh, Mister Smith does. And he's like, listen, we need to have a discussion. He starts like closing all the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> he like goes to him. He's like, we need to talk about this, uh, this, uh, the future. And he's like, I'll stay here and keep working for you, but you need to sign this here contract. He just produces like a fucking piece of parchment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like i hereby uh, relinquish my mortal soul to the devil or whatever and he's like you're the devil <laughs> he just starts laughing at me.
0: yeah he's like do you believe
2: that he's like you're ridiculous isn't it and like what kind of like a cosmopolitan modern man who believes in science would even you know consider such a thing such as yourself you're a very intelligent man <laughs> he just keeps like a compliment him and shit, Try to he's like go ahead and sign it humor an old man it's silly right and then he's like i don't know and then he just basically calls him a chicken wuss and he goes ahead and signs it anyway mm-hmm. yeah. sign it you bitch he's like Anybody- i will <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: then,
0: and then then he's like there's something coming in the news right now and he starts to type up about like uh his girlfriend not girlfriend not wife did i miss something <laughs>
2: that's when the building, the, the, a building fucking collapses and it's like all this other crazy shit starts happening
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, where, where like people are just dying or like somebody, you see like somebody murder their wife, you see like a guy drown a guy actually has a boating accident. It's not just like a tax write-off. <laughs> Some <wait, laughs> fucking <laughs> the, actually happens this
0: time. That a was hun- a
2: real boating accident.
0: <laughs> the honeymooners where they're like kissing and they roll off the, the fucking boat. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, that's uh finally he he confronts him again because he's like this is getting crazy. Uh and his not girlfriend leaves him and he just ha- he has no other recourse and he's like what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And he's like, It's too late. You you signed the contract. We're we're in we're in for a long
1: haul.
0: We're an endgame brother.
1: Well, it kind of like was she she like confronts him about it when she's gonna leave. Yeah, and he's like, I can't. I can't I can't get out of this, and then That's whenever she's like, well, I'm not sticking around for this. And she packs up and then she uh, is trying to leave. And he, uh, the Mr. Smith comes back to tell her she can't leave. And then she smacked him and he's like, oh, you'll pay for that.
2: (laughs) And So then he writes like a a headline about her, like getting in a car accident, being seriously injured. uh, When the guy who owns the newspaper confronts him. I think he's like, cause he realizes like, oh, when he whatever he writes on this lineograph, a uh, uh, linotype machine, it it happens somehow. Uh, well,
0: well, the, well you missed like a key part kind of, um because of the part where like they're successful, he's like, you know what, I w- I'd rather you have be a reporter, and I'll get the old guy to come back and like, oh. no, no, there I made modifications, and that is I guess the modifications yeah. that if you type in it, it will come true no matter who is on it.
1: Yeah, the evil machine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, he basically he gives him a gun, Mister Smith does, and he's like, "Listen, you can, you can end it a lot more decisively like this if you want to hurry up and give me your soul now and just end the contract." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, "I didn't say what happens to her. I just
1: said you got in a car accident." They get real clever too, because for a second it looks like that's what he's gonna have to do.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually didn't remember how it end, how this one ended. Uh, I've only ever seen this episode once uh, up to this point, point. and I, I it, sur- it swerved me. I got surprised a little bit with what happened. Um, basically, uh, the what's his, his not girlfriend comes back and is looking for uh the guy who runs the paper, and Mister Smith volunteers to like drive drive her out wherever she's going. I can't remember. That was the, so fucking
0: uh, weird, episode. by the way.
1: Well, he says, he says that he get, got another job because they get oh, an argument. Yeah. And he's like, gonna leave. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm out of here. And she's like, really? He's like, yeah, as long as you take me to the airport. Oh, so right, like, right. Oh yeah. So then she comes out and he's like, ah, you want me to drive? And she, uh, he, could, he again, he's just a smooth talker. He's just able to like get everyone to do whatever he wants. he's a goddamn devil. So he's like, yeah, I'll drive. No worries. I got this. And he drives. And then of course it leads to the next bit. And it,
0: mm-hmm. he's like driving really fast, and they're like the edit, by the way, where she's like fucking concerned and like screaming, that's
2: too fast, too fast!" <laughs> he's driving really fast for back then. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's so true. Um, but uh, guy owns a newspaper. I wish I could fucking remember his name, but I can't right now. Um, Doug, was it Doug? Yeah, his first name's Doug. Doug Winter, Old Dougie. Doug Funny. Um, <laughs> Doug deep cut. Funny killer <laughs> doug,
0: tofu it was, doug,
1: it was doug winter right winter or winters
2: maybe.
0: I, I think so yeah
1: mr winters that's what i thought he's
2: like uh, he realizes what's happened like he gets there nobody's there and then he sees like he wrote out the rest of uh what the story was going to be in the line type machine he's like oh no and then he's like wait a minute and then he he figures out maybe i can run this thing and change what happens and he does he t- he, he writes a new story that changes
1: the results of what was supposed to happen, <laughs> which is clever, concept. but it seems like what he should have done is like, and uh, Mister Smith left. He had a new thing to do, and also I won the lottery, and also my dick doubled in size. The end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what the, the sad part is, like when he dies, it, it's going to hell because that contract. It's not like no, he,
2: the, the contract's null and void. It's, yeah, that's what he uh, put oh, in a news yeah. story.
1: Uh, also, he was coerced into signing a. Contract and it turned out it was non binding.
2: Yeah, he didn't understand the terms that he was agreeing to that, that like bit there.
0: Um, he he beat so the devil,
2: he did. I didn't, ex- yeah, I didn't expect it to end that way actually. So I was like, that's that's
1: kind of cool. Yeah, so neither. I, I like that ending, I, I thought that was a clever ending, uh, compared to what you get a lot of the time where it's like it's not necessarily a happy ending, but like he, this person comes away and, and overcomes whatever happened i just he, liked it he learned he got and and all, i mean in all of my my breadth of uh twilight zone watching all, all four episodes i've watched so far this is the happy ending hmm. yeah
0: um, Sometimes
2: they
1: have happy endings
0: this is a, oh, yeah. uh, before we get into chaz's picks um my final thoughts is i agree with andy if uh i keep on forgetting the guy's n- name the guy the, Meredith. yeah if he wasn't in it i don't know if it would have been good it, it would have been at least oh, it
1: still would have been like okay it just would have been like middle of the road
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: It would have been all right but him being mr smith
2: made it great It put it on yeah, the top any fantastic. any episode he's in he's been in a few in the show mm-hmm. uh like the mr bemis one the guy yep. who breaks the glasses uh and a couple other ones i can't recall off top of my head but uh all the ones he's in are great
0: yeah i i mean i love i love this episode because of him so i i highly recommend andy what about you
1: yeah i like this one a lot it's my favorite of the two we watched this week
0: and uh zach i'm guessing you recommend since you picked it
2: no i don't recommend these episodes that i pick
0: okay uh chaz (laughs) what's your what's your final Uh, thoughts and recommendation
1: Yeah. I I like this one uh, more of the two. I I definitely recommend, I mean, I recommend, I didn't get to say it earlier. I recommend the other one too. Uh, But uh, yeah, I, I think this was a really good, clever episode. I did think it was a little, just a little slow to build into it, but it also helps that the length is better. Like this is one that gets to be a little bit longer. I didn't realize that when I was first watching it. So uh, is that just something season 4 on they they become longer episodes Yeah,
0: 4 and 5 is when they go from the 25 minutes to the half an hour to 45 minutes
1: Gotcha. Okay. Cuz I was worried like when the, it was playing on I was like, man, this is going to abruptly end, but it just kept going and going and I was like, oh, there's actually like more length to it. Uh so I just didn't pay attention to the, the time uh on it. But anyway, uh yeah, I I like this one more. I thought it was well written. Uh yeah, Mr. Smith uh was was great uh there's some there's a good well-rounded bit of just good storytelling it's suspenseful but it's also kind of funny uh as odd as it was too so it's was, it was good and yeah, that's I liked it a lot.
0: that's twilight zone in a nutshell it's like literally like everything in one area <laughs> like every episode has its own like theme and shit uh but you picked i know you looked at the list to pick uh these episodes but you picked probably two good episodes that we haven't covered you
1: picked two like absolute classics two, yeah. two good bangers yeah well good yeah so uh and i mean I, I don't mind hiding my or revealing my process of how i chose these i just googled a bunch of what are the best you know, or most memorable twilight zone episodes or what are the best episodes for someone who's never watched twilight zone like what should you watch And I just looked and I I try not to obviously pick like what's listed as number one, but I think it's also great to to be able to see that these lists are so widely varied. Like, I don't think I found a single list that like agreed on a top five. Like they are all over the place in what they, they say is the best episode, which is really cool. But uh, it's just too full of great episodes. Yeah. So it's, it's actually just a testament to how good the series is. But that being said, I, we are going to be watching Eye of the Beholder, season two, episode six, and Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet, uh, season five, episode three. There's something think, on the way. I think Nightmare at uh, Twenty Thousand Feet is the most, um, like remade knowable <laughs> episode of the show. I think it's the one that's spoofed the most often. Like yeah. I can I can picture the Family Guy spoof of it in my head, and I know there's a reference to it. Um, in a Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons, because they they do it on a bus instead. Um In the
0: movie Twilight Zone,
1: it's in the movie. That's right, they used it for the movie. So yeah, I, I think this is. I mean, if I had to pick one episode to represent the series in in popular <laughs> culture, you okay. it would be this one. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I picked that. I, I also love whenever I'm able to watch something that I haven't watched that has like deep roots in pop culture where there's references and i've seen the parodies of that reference but i've never seen the actual the thing. thing and then oh, i watch it it's like it. oh i get it i did it when we watched indiana jones and i never seen. It. i was like oh i get this now so i'm, I'm excited to have that happen i, I it's love it's gonna moment. happen <laughs> great i'm excited <laughs>
0: all right well remember to watch those two episodes and come back here and we'll talk about it before we move on to news that matter to us, we have another ad break. So let's go to some ad.
2: Wrestling nerds, wrestling weebs, wrestling fans. If you're looking for a different kind of podcast, one that goes over actual big wrestling news, I mean real stories, not somebody getting divorced or baseless rumors or whatnot, and get some color, we got that. We also do reviews of wrestling from the past but sometimes we also do wrestling from the modern day too, if it's something that interests us at the time. Other than that, I would say the main attraction is just three guys who have been lifelong wrestling fans doing what wrestling fans do, cutting up, cracking jokes, and just enjoying the entertainment wrestling can provide, however that comes. If you want to catch Getting Some Color, you can catch it bi-weekly on Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern usually.
0: All right usually which I usually talk
1: talk about when people get married what the heck
0: no we don't do I, it.
1: I, we fucking hate wrestling weddings <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they're usually not successful either
0: yeah uh, we we can't talk about triple h like uh drugging uh stephanie to get married like <laughs> i don't that's know if the that's the only successful one <laughs> yeah that is true <laughs> that is really true uh,
3: that, is it, t- that, is it the, time the for Macho news
1: and what miss elizabeth that's that's the other yeah well, well what we'll get that's the classic
0: well, we're going to go into sad news. Uh, Jay Briscoe um, died. RIP. Yeah.
1: RIP. Holy shit. Yeah, this is like news that happened just a few hours ago. Tony yeah. Khan had put out a statement uh, officially that it's deemed that he was in a car accident. Uh, I think it was in Delaware. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear any other specifics, but there were two people confirmed dead from the accident. He was one of them. That's was only 38
0: it sucks uh young um hopefully he wasn't doing any influence like any drugs or drinking while driving because that would suck Ru- you, you, like you go through like a dog collar match and like cutting yourself up and doing like high spots and then just dying in a car accident it's it sucks uh and they started like to the point where they were controversial on their reviews, and then they started like winning the wrestling fans back a little bit towards this time. Uh, and now they're not tag team, obviously, anymore. Uh, and that sucks. But, uh, let's, let's. Yeah. Let's move on to some happy news, uh, my happy corner really quickly and, and hopefully it is true. And I'm actually going to bring up something here I'm bring up my not window, not my entire screen. God damn it. There you go. Full screen. Full screen. I want you to see my porn folders. Folders. No, I'm kidding. I don't have any, um, <laughs> so
1: what are you 80? Why do you porn folders?
0: It's under the exercise <laughs> folder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so Metal Gear Solid announcement tease for coming weeks. Apparently, Konami's on his like video game binge and stuff. Uh, and there was a tweet that says, Perhaps Metal Gear Rising 2, along with the rest of upcoming Metal Gear Showcase, uh, might just make it. And then Quentin Flynn, who is the voice of Raiden, uh, says, Stay tuned for things to come or things to be announced in the coming weeks. I don't know what to think about this because
1: I mean, it could be anything. He could be like, uh, "I'm starting a podcast," or like
0: something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah that, that would suck. That would piss me off.
1: <laughs> I'm selling art now. I'm <laughs> fucking paint now. Yeah. Yep. It,
0: nerds. NFTs.
2: Yeah. There's
1: a ten percent chance it's an NFT, and then uh, there's there's a one percent chance because I've I've made it a one percent chance or less uh, that it's going to be a cross between Metal Gear and Castlevania. And Raiden becomes Dracula. We're gonna have to watch how that plays out.
0: Yeah, so. that, that would be interesting. Uh I just
1: want a swerve. I just want a fucking Castlevania game. It's not that hard.
0: I I kinda like I it's want I want two things to happen. Either A, we get a metal quiet. We get a metal gear game. Or B, like there's a swerve, and it like pisses off people again. Uh but if they're doing like with Silent Hill, remember when they fucking vomited out all that Silent Hill shit? They're like, hey, we got everything Silent Hill, Silent Hill <laughs> F. Uh, two and restless and your mother's ass, whatever. Um, and, and I think they're... Silent Hill, your mother's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's actually a very deep plot about
0: loss. <laughs> yeah. very very brown road. Um... <laughs> your
1: mother's ass is about grief.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> cellulite.
0: Fucking let the darkness out. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Uh I think it's probably gonna get the same treatment, I think. I think they're just gonna vom- see it. They're gonna vomit out a lot of Metal Gear solid stuff. <laughs> so uh hopefully let's let's hope that Quentin Flynn is uh serious about that. But do you guys have any uh any hope for it? Or are you just like at this point I'm tired of the Metal Gear rumors and you just wanna s yeah. I'm, I'm Kenan- I'm- yeah.
1: yeah well, why I,
2: they're finally giving me Silent Hill stuff again. It's not a bullshit we'll HD collection.
1: I just want to learn. I want to figure out what happened. Why are Why are they doubling back? Why are they coming back to games? Was there a leadership change? Did their fucking stock price plummet? What's going on? I want, because I want Pachinko to know.
2: business has gone down.
1: <laughs> yes! And, I was going to say Pachinko. Yeah, their Pachinko business crashed. Legitimately, that's that was <laughs> well, we're like on the, the same wavelength. The,
2: the government finally stepped in and regulated shit more and I think the Pachinko fucking wave finally crashed.
1: Well, Pachinko's in a huge slump right now because of the same reason everything was in a slump. COVID. People couldn't go to Pachinko parlors for like two years.
2: Yeah, and Japan's still really strict about fucking going out in public and stuff anyway. But yeah, beyond that, it was already going down anyways. That just caused it to happen faster, I think. So there we are. Yeah.
1: Hey, I have a news thing and it's going to I hope it doesn't turn into a rant, but it might. Um, I was reading this morning about how I guess a, a few weeks ago, Jeremy Clarkson of Top Gear and Grand Tour and Clarkson Farm and all that. Oh boy. He he writes uh, he writes an art he writes um, articles for I don't know some tabloid in, in Great Britain, I don't know. And he was critical of the duke and duchess of who the fuck cares Prince Harry and his woman whatever and His he was like crit- he was critical of them and he like criticized them and he said that he hoped that she would have to parade through the streets and have shit thrown at her or something like that and uh everyone was like oh that's terrible he can't do that um like what the fuck is wrong with great britain like he's apologized for it like four times or something and now they're saying that um after they deliver Um, every episode of Grand Tour and Clarkson's Farm that has already been ordered. uh, Amazon's done with him. They're like, not even, like, apparently his image is so poorly tarnished because he criticized the fucking royal family that they're going to get rid of two of the best shows on Amazon. The two best shows on Amazon, I'll just say it. That's the only reason I watch anything on Amazon Prime is I want to see Grand Tour and occasionally Clarkson's Farm. They have two seasons of that coming finally, but I just don't understand he was just critical of Prince Harry and now he's going to lose his job. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking stupid. I'm
2: confused. Cause I
1: thought, I
2: mean, I don't know, but I was under the impression that everybody in the UK were, were split about that anyway. Like, not split do like,
1: enough.
2: do you like them? Or I don't
1: like them. I hate them. Like, you know, you should, it's dumb. That's a stupid thing. I don't know. It, I, they're just public figures. Fuck them. It, it would be like, uh, like uh like Pedro Pascal criticized President Biden, so they fucking canceled Mandalorian. Go fuck yourself. Like why? That's stupid. I mean, I guess after what happened to Gina Carano, it's not that far fetched, but yeah. still <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> happened to some people.
0: So, like, uh, but it's it's
1: like oh he criticized uh, a congressman, so they're gonna cancel uh, what well, severance, the show you were talking about. That's stupid. I just don't it's so dumb. And uh it just It hurts me personally, because the Grand Tour is like one of my favorite things to look forward to right now. That's what Jerry, that's what always happens to him. He fucking gets in trouble. Oh yeah, he's
2: like a huge asshole. (laughs) I'm not surprised. Yeah, but that's what I like about him though. He fucking doesn't, this time he did fold and tried to apologize. Yeah. I wouldn't have, he should have known what was going to happen. They weren't going to fucking let him off. They never do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he apparently he gets in trouble pretty regularly yeah. about the stuff that he gets printed uh occasionally on the grand tour subreddit they'll post his articles and i i try to look at them. and a lot of time it has to do with shit that's going on in like the government in the uk so i don't i don't know what it is like i have no frame of reference for that but sometimes it's stuff i know what he's talking about and he's he's a very good writer i think he's written some books and it makes me kind of want to read them
0: they put two Sorry, I was gonna make a dumb joke like they put too much chips in my Cheerios. Sorry. <laughs> chips, fish, <What>? chips,
1: <laughs> it didn't even make sense. I know. That didn't even make sense. I think you were having a stroke.
2: Uh, I am having a stroke.
1: I think you watched that show Severance and it put your brain in a blender and you just hebbedepedepedoo. Your brain got split in half.
2: Yes. No, uh, yeah. too much alien did come.
1: Didn't he get in trouble for like punching out somebody from like the BBC or some shit? That then... that's why Top Gear ended. Uh, I, someone. Yeah brought him a bad lunch or the wrong lunch, the wrong <laughs> fucking sandwich or something, and he slapped him. <laughs> that's basically what happened. And then BBC was like, okay, that's fucking enough. Like It wasn't just that. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like He's just he's always a huge it. fucking dick. He
2: got like a fucking wrong sandwich. He's like, you stupid pillock. I, mean, I don't and he know if that was that
1: but it was something dumb like that. It was like they'd, they'd had a long day of shooting or something. Like They'd got their asses kicked all day doing some dumb... Top Gear bullshit. And the guy did something wrong or something and he slapped him. Like, he didn't even like hurt him that bad, but they were like, nah, that's, that's no good. You're fucking fired, bro. And uh, after that, um, May and uh, and Hammond were both like, well, then the show's over. We're going to leave. And then they all got picked up by Amazon and started making way the fuck more money. So
2: who cares? <laughs> well, they'll get picked up by fucking, I don't, I don't know, somebody else, Paramount
1: Plus, Hulu, whatever. Fucking <laughs> Hopefully, maybe, but uh, James May's health has been kind of declining at this point point. Oh and and by the time um like all the stuff that's been ordered amazon's gonna go ahead and collect on that by the time it's all done it's gonna be like 2025 and by then uh clarkson's also gonna be in his 60s maybe mid-60s i'm not sure so it's kind of getting to the point where they were gonna retire anyway yeah but I, i i assume like richard hammond will still have a show I think he was starting a show with Amazon about his garage that he launched in the UK that seemed interesting, I guess. Um He's still somewhat youngish. Right? Yeah, he's the youngest of the three <laughs> by a lot. So <laughs> if anyone's still gonna have a career doing something solo, it'll be him. But they they might just all retire. They're all millionaires, like who the fuck cares? Yeah. The problem but- of rich people. Hey, I guess, but it just it affects me because it's affecting one of my favorite television shows. <laughs> that's why I bring it up.
0: Damn yeah. It. Well, that's. I mean, in today's age, I I truly think well, whoever's in charge of Hollywood and stuff are just like we need to get rid of the old and like insert the new.
1: Yeah, maybe it was an excuse because, like I said, he's an asshole. Maybe he just like said the wrong thing to some Amazon exec, and they're like, "God, this is the reason we're gonna get rid of him. Criticize <laughs> Prince Harry. <laughs>
0: By the way, uh, Prince Harry came out with a book and apparently he talked about like masturbating and thinking about his mom and shit. It's weird. I, I, saw, yeah. I saw memes about that. Yeah. I was
1: like, uh, yeah, fuck this guy.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh he got fucking, problems fucking problems anyway.
2: Like I not even like I didn't even I don't know a damn thing about his book, but I, I can tell just from the title of it, Spare, dude's got fucking issues. <laughs>
0: Well, it, 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 he's like you know, like when uh, British people when they talk real soft, they're like, "Oh, I took the oil and I rubbed my penis and I told about my mother," and I'm like, "That's weird." And then
2: Shrek appeared and he told me I was a pretty boy. <laughs>
0: <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of gross, speaking <laughs> speaking of gross, uh, Chaz, did you want to quickly discuss about Velma?
1: Yeah, just. <laughs> So I haven't heard about now. it. Is that show being received well, or what's going on? Yeah, it's it's great. You should watch <laughs> it. It's, so disclaimer: I I have no problems at all. I really just give a shit less about what what they decide to do when they want to reboot shows and i think it's even it's a cool thing if they want to include other demographics so other people feel included or welcome i it doesn't affect me in any way at all i'm going to live literally breathe the, the same air no matter what so i could care less there and it, again if it's if it's a positive for someone else great that being said what's so funny about this is the show sort of velma which is a, a it's not a reboot but it's it's a weird like spiritual spin-off or reimagining that's a great way to put it of uh, the scooby-doo universe but from uh the, from velma being the protagonist and uh and but there's also a lot of quote-unquote adult humor uh because the the writers and stuff that are in charge of it oh well, it's got a lot of backlash because the first thing they did is they they took taggy out and they replaced him with with a, a black guy and they made velma indian and, and there's no dog and everyone's all upset and enraged and, well, this isn't what I grew up with. Er, 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 er. We took our jobs. And, and what's funny is that there, was, there was this huge turmoil about this show coming out. And there was no need to because the show is a trash fire. The writing is so bad for this show. Like, there have like, been like spoilers like of scripts that have just been put out in lines on the internet of like how the writing for the show and some of the jokes they've made that like they're just like so heavy handed, like trying to reach for like just some of the like, the lowest hanging fruit, but not even in a funny way. The, it's just a poorly written show, but it's getting all this attention because of just the one little thing everyone's enraged about. It's kind of just funny. It's it's like, instead of someone like dying on their hill and, and like coveting like the the jewel of opinion that they have, they're just holding onto a turd. And they're like, no, I'll protect this turd. And they're like, no, you will take this turd and we'll banish it to hell. And I, it's just really funny to watch the internet melt down over this because terrible. Well,
0: <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing I said last episode. Shut like it, this is now to the people that are on the right. Like shut up. Like if you guys would have never said anything, it would just died and probably it, it would have just disappeared. But now since you know they're bringing it up, now they're gonna spitefully probably greenlight fucking season two just in spite of what they did. Uh, I mean, there's
1: already gonna be season two. They greenlit it before the show launched. But... Yeah, but yeah, so, but they're maybe i mean they've canceled stuff for less reasons than what we're looking at like apparently shows you know yeah like netflix just,
2: they just make a season of shows I'm like ah, oh, fuck it that was enough yeah
0: <laughs> rings of power is the same too where like now they're like thinking about should we do a season two we signed up for like six seasons
2: <laughs> no considering the giant colossal money pit that show is and i've come to find out but uh like here's a great example of the writing of this show i saw like somebody was watching the trailer and there was this this was what happened uh somebody opened a locker and a a dead person fell out of the locker in school and it looked like somebody chopped the top of their head off like the top of their skull popped off and you can see inside it was hollow it was like some popular girl or some shit velma was like ah she has no brains and then like the popular girl girl's friends looked at her like you bitch, and then she's like, No, I mean she literally has no brains. Get it? Well, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's bad. Mindy No one's brought this up, so I guess I'll do it. Um, I saw today online that the new episode came out, and everyone's been like, Why is there no Scooby in this goddamn Velma show? Uh Shaggy, I, I guess Norville or whatever, the, the black black Shaggy he's dating Velma at the beginning of the show and they break up in like the first episode or something Was and it me. now he's he's seeing a girl <laughs> whose nickname is Scooby with an i yeah
0: what the fuck
1: it's like wow that's i hate that i just really hate <laughs> i just really hate it and, and honestly uh i know it's an unpopular opinion but making shaggy black i thought that made perfect sense I like, yeah, that works out for me that's fine
0: but it, well, like i said i don't really care if they like switch things around um because they're gonna do it no matter what because you gotta modernize it for the special times and all that stuff gives a fuck uh
4: audiences yeah
0: uh but like it's just a
2: myth by the way but whatever
0: i was gonna lead it to the point this intro i I will thank velma the tv series for introducing me to venture brothers because they did a
1: uh i can't believe you never watched venture brothers yeah
0: (laughs) they did a spoof of uh the mystery uh machine Dude, I died when he like go to back and it's Shaggy and Scooby. He's like, I can't, I don't care about it, Mister. I'm fucking sick. <laughs> that's, one, that's
2: one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <very Scooby-Doo.
0: laughs> and then he's like, I got you with Scooby snacks and it's just rattling a pill bottle <laughs> so that he'll stop having mental illness and stuff. <laughs> so, like, so I, 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 I think I'm thankful for that, but uh
1: each of the characters too they're based on uh, murderers from the 60s like the designs and their, their uh, attitudes mm-hmm. when they designed them for Venture Brothers they looked at real life murderers and then made them each like <laughs> represent one it's fucked
0: <laughs> I just like the part like we're going to do this job but Daphne's like we're going to my parents house You, it's on the way you said that for 10 years <laughs> do you want to go the back in the box Daphne <laughs> Uh, but moving on, uh, Zach, let's talk about some Ubisoft, huh?
2: Yeah. So like, uh, I guess last week, um, I kind of found this out a little bit after we did last week's episode, just kind of scrolling, looking at news or something Mm -hmm. that, or I just forgot to mention it because we just had so much shit we were talking about and I, I omitted it on purpose or something. But, um, uh, Ubisoft's apparently been in a little bit of trouble lately financially, Their projection they've fallen short of their projections and uh they haven't had a good last couple of years, I suppose. Uh they're making like some kind of MMO or some shit. Sea of Thieves, is that what it's called?
0: No, Uh, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones.
2: Skull and Bones. Yep. I get those I don't give a shit. (laughs) Those (laughs) games are like interchangeable to me. But they're uh, making a
1: pirate game and it's been delayed like six times. They're making pirate game to compete with pirate game.
0: Well, they're making Sad. a. F- they're... The
1: pirate game that's been out for five years. Yeah, what the fuck? What? Way to hop on the trend, guys.
0: They're making.
1: <laughs> He's been out for a hot fucking minute.
2: They're making uh, a fucking
0: Avatar MMO. <laughs> like,
1: like...
2: that. So- that just sounds like it will be successful.
0: That sounds like it's cancelable. Fucking cancel that shit.
2: Why are people still trying to make MMOs? Like that genre is just fucking done. I don't I don't understand why people are still trying.
0: Why are you making an Avatar game? Nobody cares yeah. about Avatar. Why?
1: Yeah. Where are all the Avatar fans? Why is that such a big thing? I, I don't know. Where I, are all these people? Like, I, do they just I not don't live in this part of the country or something. Like, I can only—I I don't understand how Avatar is so successful.
0: I can only think yeah. that I can only think the f- stupid French are just like, "Hey, we, oui, we, oui, uh, James Cameron making billions of dollars. a can too." And like, no, it's no, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> they
1: love it in China. They're like, "Oh, not one of these people are black." Show <laughs> blue that's weird. we don't hate blue people yeah, we like <laughs> but, all these freaking space people this is great yeah way, they've uh they've had to
2: push back their p- pirate game and they had to cancel three projects uh that were unannounced and who they were all nearly
1: from. identical <laughs>
2: they may, probably they were probably ubisoft game because that's all yep, they fucking I mean. made like
1: they're all just like Open map, tons of collectibles, climb towers to unlock parts of the map.
2: Assassins Creed broke their minds, and it, it made them like rest on their laurels and think like, well, we could just apply this formula to everything, and people gobble it up. And that was true for a, a few years. It made them a little money. It made, some, some, made <laughs> some money, but they fucking they did the Activision thing that they used to do, where they drove shit into the ground. It's just their development cycle was a little slower.
0: I could just imagine this, just them being in the boardroom and going, uh, Hey guys, guess what? Um, what if we took Assassin's Creed and put it in desert storm? Fuck yeah. What
2: if we, what
1: if, like, <laughs> I like that in this scenario, they're in a massive hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It's, it's like that. a, it's like a Marvel, uh, Marvel, Marvel boardroom or some shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm picturing the boardroom right. from kids in the hall.
2: Yeah, it's or like all that, right. or like Tyrell's fucking office from Blade Runner, some shit like
4: that.
0: <laughs> I I, re- I remember like when a, a, Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out, people were just like, "Huh, wait, they had assassins?" Um, I thought they were just brutal, and like they were just they were just like it was so out of left field. Just doing Bahala, it was cool that you are a Viking, but like, how can you like do Assassin's Creed and Vikings? It just doesn't yeah, make re- sense.
4: That that fucking
2: weirded me out, too. i like, I don't think the Vikings were known for being, like, elite assassins that could get away without a trace.
0: They pillaged and raped. <laughs> like, that was their except, thing.
2: Except for those times where they, they, they founded settlements, and, and they disappeared without a trace for, for those settlements they founded. <laughs> but yeah. that's not—they didn't assassinate anybody. They got assassinated. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, the— the ceo uh yves guillemont i don't know how to really say his name whatever but i think um, it was close i think it's somewhat close i took french but uh like he he made some kind of email basically telling all the employees it's up to them to the the onus is on you to to get the company back to where it needs
1: to be (laughs) wow it's nice to know that the leadership is helpless yeah
2: they basically just said like you basically put all the blame on the employees it's like this is your fault that we're in this
1: predicament Well, apparently from what i understand ubisoft shopped around they tried to get like after all this uh this uh activision hullabaloo and stuff U- ubisoft shopped themselves around to the companies trying to get mm-hmm. bought and a bunch of companies like no no i'll pass no it's okay yeah We don't need a bunch of like Tom Clancy shit that you've destroyed the reputation of. We're good.
2: Yeah, that's pretty rough to know that nobody's interested. But it's like, honestly, like they're just the right size that it's like what companies could conceivably buy them that.
0: Microsoft. It would
2: have to be Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, some of that shit. And who's gonna out of those companies, who's really gonna be interested in what they have like, Microsoft the only one would, would be Microsoft,
1: yeah, Microsoft, just to add to their growing list of like, oh, look at all the shit that we have, but I don't know if it's gonna help them that much,
0: I think they might they get a want. deal out of it. I don't think they're gonna get whatever French dollars they want, uh but the, no, yeah
1: i'll- t- I'll tell you what Microsoft wants. it's the same thing that everyone else wants. It's the same thing that EA wants. It's the same thing that Nintendo wants. It's the same thing that everyone wants. They want to let Ubisoft... They want to keep giving Ubisoft rope so it'll hang itself. And then when it does, they're yeah. going to do what THQ did and sell all their intellectual property. That's what everyone wants to jump on. Someone yeah. wants to buy Assassin's Creed. They don't want to buy Ubisoft. Ubisoft's a sinking ship. They want to buy Assassin's Creed and make Assassin's Creed games. They want to buy Far Cry and make Far Cry games. I get you. They don't want all of Ubisoft.
0: I could just imagine, and I'm going to do the voice again, where they're just like, Hey, w- Hey guys, guess what? We're going to sell the company and this is the top games that you'll have. I don't know the titles of the name, but the snowboarding one, you guys like snowboarding, right? <laughs> and then, uh, Oh, you like the bike game. The, the, the bicycle game going down the hill. You got that one too. And then, uh, the third one, splinter cell, maybe
1: <laughs> Ray man. Yeah. Nintendo. Nintendo will get Rabbids and Rayman because they have the Mario Rabbids crossover. And by the way, that's another reason Ubisoft is in big shit right now is that game underperformed. It uh, reviewed really well, but I think and I'm stealing this opinion from someone I saw on Twitter. I think what happened is they've conditioned everyone to know that the first one goes on sale for $20 or less all the goddamn time. So no one wants to pay sixty dollars for Mario and rabbits, including me. I really want that game, but I ain't paying sixty dollars. We're gonna wait. I'm gonna get it for twenty dollars in a year. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Nintendo will pick that up, and then EA will get you know Far Cry or Assassin's Creed or something like that. And, you know, everything will go go to someone. We'll have it'll be just like when THQ belly flopped. Yep. Yep. Nope. They're sitting on a lot of IPs. Like they still have Prince of Persia, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah
2: that's what i was saying who knows what the hell they're sitting on besides prince to to give
1: to give a a a spicy theory on what could happen i could see a company like tencent or or one of the mobile game companies coming out and doing some nonsense with it and then like just running some of those properties into the ground on on mobile tencent will ironically pick up watchdogs (laughs) (laughs) that's actually funny could you imagine okay I want you to imagine a an, an MMO based uh, phone game that's Watch Dogs, but it's like just littered with microtransactions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and and the irony would be so thick you could you could taste it, but they won't get it. It'll just be right over their heads.
0: just hear in characters on TikTok hacking people. <laughs> but uh, they,
1: they got just dance. It still makes money. Yeah. Not enough, apparently. Not enough, but they still
0: got it. <laughs> Not enough boobies. They streamers. also have
1: the, the Hasbro license right now. They get to make all the the Oh, boy.
0: Game oh, boy. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, it's interesting to
2: hear, but to be honest, I've checked out of, like, fucking everything you Ubisoft's made. Like the last thing I cared about that they made was oh. fucking Rainbow Six Siege. It was yeah, Rainbow was Six Siege. The, it was
1: the last one I cared about too. That that was one of the games that fell through. The uh, Magic the Gathering game was one of the games that fell through a couple of years ago, right? Didn't they have a big project? Magic the Gathering Oh yeah, that would be them because they have a Hasbro license. Yeah. On. I just realized right. that. Yeah. That that apparently that was just like a huge garbage fire of money that just like literally they just took millions of dollars and threw it in a barrel and set it on fire.
0: Oh, they, they should listen yeah. to their fans and uh, come out a Splinter Cell game earlier so that they wouldn't have this problem. But no, they don't
2: listen to the fans. They just do what they want.
0: But knowing Ubisoft, they'll be like, <laughs> fuck, you know, we, we're going to give you Sam Fisher, but guess what? All the shit that was in the original games, you're going to have to get, like, the battle pass and all that stuff. It would just be a live... Splinter so- Cell
1: in name only. Yeah. Is what they gave the last few times. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I want this to happen, too because uh like you know i would love to see Tom Clancy's franchises come back to life, and I've played some Assassin's Creeds that I really fell in love with, and I really like the Far Cry series, but also they've been sitting on Driver, they've been sitting on Might and Magic, they've been sitting on Prince of Persia, like these are all stuff that like I'd love to see get out in the what was the name of that um consortium of uh indie people they they bought um the stuff from Square Enix last year. I don't remember. Oh
0: man. Uh, I can't
1: remember what they're called, but it would be great if they picked up some of that stuff. Some of the some of the stuff everyone forgot about, and then someone yeah. made a Might and Magic game and it was good. Embracer oh, uh, Might and Magic. Yeah, Embracer Group, That's Embracer. It. Yeah. Uh, Driver's a shout too. Driver was such a fun game. I, I spent countless hours playing that. Yeah, know, I'd love day. to see someone like Embracer Group take Driver or Might and Magic and give it to someone with like fresh, interesting ideas and make a cool mid-budget game out of it.
0: And yeah. and give fucking Splinter Cell to Microsoft. That's where it uh, first came on the original. Yeah, the Tom game.
1: Clancy stuff needs a big budget, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: You know, bring Hawks back too. While you're
0: at it. Oh my god, I fucking missed that game that 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 <laughs> game. And do you remember Tom Clancy's End War? Their fucking real time strategy.
1: I wanted to love it, but I just I I couldn't do it. Yeah, same here. I couldn't get into it.
0: The viral marketing in that fucking game was awesome. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, Zach, anything else about Ubisoft?
2: No. Uh, I don't care. They, I hope somebody busts their pinata and they get all the IPs they want.
0: Viva pinata. Another Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Microsoft. Yes. Uh, I'll just end, like, a quick note. Uh, Power Rangers is having their 30th anniversary called Power Rangers Once and Always. Uh, and it's starring, like, David Yost and the... Uh, I forgot the other guy. The... It has billy and zach reunited on there and apparently the green ranger is going to be there but only in suit format obviously because of J- jason david frank uh, yeah, they
2: reanimated jason david frank
0: <laughs> oh god uh shit. april 19th is when this is coming out i believe so uh get ready for that i'm i'm hyped dude like i'm a big power rangers fan like a, no this power rangers not all the other shit. that like even though i know like all the other power rangers are cool um but man just seeing like my old childhood stuff I'll, I'll take a look at it but anyway guys i think we're gonna end up do we have anything else that we want to discuss any final thoughts before we uh sign out no all right
2: so, the green rangers played by a doppelganger named frank david jason
0: <gasps> oh shit <Sure>. god damn <laughs> uh but remember guys I have the Beholder, Season 2, Episode 6, and Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, uh, which is Season 5, Episode 3. But until next time, guys, we will see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening.
4: Tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Tennis ball throat against the wall. Tennis ball throat against, against the wall. Tennis ball, throat against the wall. Tennis ball, throat against, against the wall. Tennis ball, throat 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 against the wall. Hopes me forget about my cancer.
3: I hate you. (laughs)